Hello, good morning or good day. Welcome to Turning Point with Femi Emmanuel. Welcome also to Thursday, the seventh day in February 2019. Our God's word for meditation and prayers today is found in the book of Daniel chapter 1 verse 9, and it reads, Now, God has brought Daniel into favor and tender love with the prince of the eunuch. End of reasoning. Let me use that in praying today. Favor and tender love. Open your hand and heart to receive and be saying amen. May you enjoy favor and tender love from people that matter in your life. May you be loved by the right people. Favor is of the Lord. Receive a special anointing this day for high favor for self and all connected to you. Those who enjoy divine favor and tender mercy do not suffer lack, insult, or ridicule. Those evils never come near them. You won't experience such again. Someone is listening to me now who seems to be at a crossroad. You have a situation that is confusing, not knowing exactly what to do. Within the next 48 hours, God will make all things clear to you. Who is this? You are doing much but receiving little. Your import, input is far more than your output. Open your hand. That situation is changing now. From now on, you will do a little and obtain much. Your life is designed to move forward. So every power of force resisting your progress and profit must be taken out of the way. I can hear the opening of doors in the spirit. Doors will start opening for your career, business, ministry, and for all your children. Expect open doors. You are taking delivery of a major blessing soon. Who is this? I see you drive your own new car. I see you move to your own personal house. I see you own a thriving business outfit. I see you promoted to a very high office. I see you get married. And woman, I see you conceive and deliver your baby or babies very soon. I see customers and clients streaming into your business to pay you money. I see a mega church and thriving ministry growing in your hand, pastor. Who is this? I see you being sworn into a high office, maybe a political office. I don't know who I'm describing, but I'm prophesying what I see in the spirit. I see laughters and celebrations everywhere. You and your children will be one of them. Someone lost a job or an opportunity. I see God put it back to you, restore it back to you in Jesus' name. God will put you in the mind of good people that will be channels of blessings to you. Today's bad day celebrants, it is your turn. Open your hand. The Lord will favor you. The Lord will bring your remembrance in the heart of good people that will bless you with good gifts in Jesus' name. Now, let's go further today in our quest for knowledge through wise counsels. First question today. Good day, Daddy. My question is about keeping holy the Sabbath day as commanded by God in Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 12. Do we Christians actually observe the Sabbath again these days? Six days shall thou walk, and on the seventh day, which is Saturday, thou shalt not do any work. Uh, please throw more light about the Sabbath day. Wow. You want, me to, you want to bring me on a collision path with my friends who keep Sabbath? I don't always want to be drawn into doctrinal issues because they are controversial, and in the end, nobody wins. But there is no question that I will push aside on this platform. Sabbath was Judaism, the third law of the Decalogue. That means the Ten Commandments. Sabbath persisted until the day of Pentecost when 
the church of Jesus Christ, as we know it today, was born. It was from Christ that we Christians took our names and practices. Christians are Christ followers, not observers of Judaism. Luke 16 verse 16 says, the law and the prophet were until John. John heralded the birth of Jesus Christ. Although Jesus Christ came not to destroy the law, but he brought the law of love of God, which is higher and superior to law. Instead of the law of Moses, which the Old Testament espoused, love is the fulfillment of that law. After the day of Pentecost, which, as I said, marked the official birthing of the Church of Jesus Christ through the Holy Spirit, the disciples, later called apostles, met on the first day of the week for fellowship and of breaking of bread. Since then, the first day of the week, which is Sunday, became the meeting and the service day of the new church. Read Acts chapter 20, verse 7, and 1 Corinthians 16, verse 2. Christians no longer observe Sabbath of Judaism, not as a disobedience to the Old Testament law, but Sunday, which the apostles chose to meet, became acceptable worldwide. Even Jesus Christ himself said, the law was not made for, uh, or for uh, the law was made for man and not man for the Lord. Come to think of it, the law of Sabbath in the Old Testament was the law of rest. The main purpose of Sabbath was that God wanted man to rest one day in seven. It was part of God's arrangement for human wellness and longevity. Read it in Exodus chapter 20, verses 11, 8 to 11. It's all about rest, nothing more. They were to be indoor and rest. He did not even ask them to go to the synagogue for any service, but indoor, just rest. Look, you can choose to rest any day of the week and stay indoor before the Lord. Out of the Ten Commandments, only about three or four were for God's own sake. The rest were for man's benefit. As I said in the beginning, nothing I have said here will change anyone's mind because doctrinal minds are so strong. But if you are a Christian, go to your church on Sunday. Join other believers in worship. The truth is, we don't even observe the seventh day rest, which God commanded, for which he instituted the law of Sabbath. I suppose that account for the shortness of life that man now lives. Look, if I receive verbal attacks from my Adventist friends on this issue, you cause it to. <laughs> Next, good day, sir. We have not been paying first fruit seed in my church, but revelation came out this year that we should start paying it. I need your counsel because I don't have any other source of income apart from my salary. The transport fare and feeding are all from my salary. Sir, what should I do? Should I divide the money into two, use one for the first fruit, and the other for my upkeep, I want help and enlightenment, sir. Wow. I discussed first fruit seed issue here not too long ago. Do not force yourself in paying first fruit now that all your income is your salary and you depend on it for your upkeep. It will be wrong to give all as first fruit only to go and be begging or borrowing to leave. That would be ridiculous. Except where your faith is so strong and your desperation so much that you do it and damn the consequences. In such instance, God will honor your faith. But my ultimate counsel to all is that you follow my teachings on wealth creation, have investments that bring money from many sources. 
then giving first fruit and giving all cash will no longer be a problem because you have sources generating money all around the year. So become an investor that has other sources of income, then giving first fruit will no longer be a problem. Next, good morning, sir. I have three girls, but my husband is insisting that we have the fourth, probably because he wanted a boy. And I know we cannot afford it because of the low level of financial strength of the family for now. How do we resolve this issue, sir? Wow, I still offered a counsel for a similar issue here not too long ago. Sit down with your husband and discuss, make him see reasons why the number of children you have is good for now. Someone also need to talk to him that girls are not inferior to boys. I know that the African mindset we find that difficult to accept. In case he insists, then go and do family planning without his knowledge. When the family finance improved and he still insists on having more, then you can have more. In many cases, even the fourth or the fifth child still came out as a girl. So much for today. We will continue from here tomorrow. Please don't miss it any day. Financial blessings from God does not come by accident, neither by magic. It is by obeying the divine law of seed and harvest. You cannot expect harvest when you have not sown seed. And then no one can work hard enough to meet all his or her financial needs. No, it is God's dimension that brings abundance, and his dimension comes when we obey his law. Irregularly tighten, sowing sacrificial and battle or partnership commitment seed every time, even to enlarge his kingdom. Do so committedly and devotedly. Do not compromise on your personal tithing and business profit tight. Sow it carefully to a chosen fertile soil of the kingdom. This commission, no doubt, is a fertile soil of God's kingdom. If God is leading you to make this God's storehouse and the fertile soil in sowing your tithe and other seed, send a WhatsApp message or please send me the commission's account to plus two three four eight zero nine seven eight nine four thousand. Meanwhile, make use of the commission's GTB, a PayPal, GTB and Zenil Bank account already with you. I prophesy to everybody's life today, God will give you abundance. God will remove every vehicle from you. The prayers I daily pray for you here shall become your testimonies. You will not go down. You will always go up. God sent me because of you. Heaven will not rest until you are truly blessed and fulfilled. I'm Femi Emmanuel. I love you. Have a fantastic day.